Welcome to Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. I'm Lyran. It is Mental Health Thursday. And let me tell you, I have some mental health things to talk about. So clearly I have not been podcasting very often. Things have been busy, yes, but I don't, I just haven't been feeling it. I don't know. Today I had to take my granddaughter's mom and her older sister to an appointment where we got some really sad news about her sister. Um, so her sister had surgery when she was four on her eye because she had a lazy eye. And that means that one of her eyes would sometimes focus, but as she got tired, it would drift inward. I want to say it was her right eye. And so when she was four years old, they did surgery on it to help that muscle. And it helped a lot. I mean, her eye is almost perfectly aligned now. You wouldn't even notice it unless you're specifically looking for it. But she is now nine years old and she's been having some problems in school all along. So she was behind on reading and they blamed it on the eye surgery. And I suspect, I mean, it certainly played a part because when she was the age where kids are looking at books and trying to figure out letters and, you know, doing all of that on their own, she was going through six months of having to have a patch on her good eye so that her bad eye would re-engage because I didn't know this. But when something like that happens to a child, the brain compensates by just not using the eye that isn't focusing correctly. It just cuts off the input from that eye because it, instead of trying to do the processing of sorting out what it would look like using that information. And uh, her mom knew that when she was little and the doctor told her this is why we have to do the surgery, you know. So she got the surgery. She did the patch treatments. The doctor told her, okay, her vision is 20-20. She's doing great. Everything's good. And that was that. I don't think she ever took her back to an eye doctor since then. And she has taken her to the pediatrician when the school forced her to do so. Um, I think, you know, she works and she's been single for a long time now. I'm trying to think how old her older daughter was when they broke up. I think she was six when they broke up. So, you know, she she's had a lot on her plate. That's very true. I had no idea. Like, I didn't know all the details about any of that. And to be brutally honest, I, ha while I love both of the kids, I'm, I guess I just haven't put that much energy into trying to stay on top of everything for both of them. And I don't know that anything would have helped. I not, please do not hear me saying this is anybody's fault. But today we went, took her to the eye doctor because the pediatrician told her mom that she needed to go and she found out that that eye that had been lazy is not working and the problem is after about age seven it's never going to so up until about age seven they can do things like patching the other eye and forcing that eye to be the sole source of input and a few other things that will strengthen it and get the brain to re-engage with that eye but she's too old for that and it is just heartbreaking. I felt so bad for her mom. And you know, you don't want to make a big deal about it in front of her because you don't want to make her feel bad. But you know, the eye doctor said, you need to understand that we have to protect that other eye at all costs because she can drive, she can do everything with her vision the way it is. The eye that isn't working correctly has peripheral vision. It's not like it's useless, 
but if she were to damage the other eye, then she would be legally blind. So it's really sad and scary. So I drove them straight to the store and ordered her a pair of glasses and paid for them. And I was just like, we have to do everything in our power here, you know? And half the time we're paying her mom's rent. So I'm pretty sure she doesn't have money for glasses. So I just took care of that. It'll take about a week for them to come in. So in about a week, we'll take her and get her fitted for them. And the doctor told her, he said, literally, I want your glasses on your eyes. Unless you are sleeping or in the shower, you do not take them off because they're there for protective reasons, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, I only because I had never heard of that before. It makes sense, but I just was like, wow, I, I did not drive them to that appointment thinking that. We thought we were going to take her to that appointment and she was going to need glasses. Her mom and dad both wear glasses, so that would not have been surprising at all. And that was just not the news we were hoping for. So that was a bit much, I have to tell you. I felt really bad for her and her mom because her mom feels really guilty for not taking her to the eye doctor before now. And... I can't tell how my little granddaughter sister feels about it. I mean, I, you know, she, I don't think she really understands. I think it's scary to her, but you know, she's been, I don't know. I don't think it's really phased her because it's all she's ever known. So now there's a new challenge because she's struggling with reading and everyone has been like, oh, it's her vision. It's her vision. It's her vision. And the doctor's like, it's not her vision. Her good eye has perfect vision. So it's not her vision. So that is an interesting development. So I don't know. Uh, she has a meeting with the school next week. Hopefully they'll go in a new direction. Anyways, that was a whole bunch of sad personal stuff. Sorry about that. But I just it completely gobsmacked is what I was because I just that was the last thing I expected. And, you know, that poor kid has enough challenges already. Um, <laughs> I would not wish this on her, but. We're going to do everything we can to protect that good eye and and get her the help she needs to make reading more enjoyable for her and wish us luck with that. Um, other than that, <laughs> things have been pretty good. You know, work I'm struggling with. I did, we did go this last weekend and put up Halloween decorations at my office. In past years, I've really enjoyed doing that. The lady on my same floor who did the other end of the hall has gone to a different department and it wasn't on good terms and I really liked that lady and they treated her really badly so it's kind of a bittersweet thing to be putting those decorations up and of course we used the wrong tape so they didn't stay up so we have to go re-put them up again that'll be fun times so uh, you know I don't know <laughs> I'm trying to get in the mood I actually really like Halloween I think it's a lot of fun I'm definitely hoping that we get to take the girls to a trick or trunk this weekend. I saw a sign that they were doing one at the um, one of the rural fire departments and I thought, oh my gosh, that would be so much fun for them. So I'm very much hoping that we get to do that. I did find out today that we are not babysitting this weekend. So I have a secret thing I'm going to work on this weekend. Assuming nothing comes up at work that puts me in the office. I'm hoping to work on a project and share it next week. We'll see. So I have not so far planned a whole lot of things. I will tell you this, interviews are happening. So that's exciting. I've been editing one of them. And the other one, I 
think I already mentioned only recorded my side. I mean, so disappointing. But we will get that rescheduled and I will have that interview as well. Uh, right now, I am driving over to tutor a little boy I tutor who I found out yesterday that over the weekend his dad tried to OD but woke up and so decided that he's turning his whole life around and divorcing his wife and this poor little boy's life has just been in turmoil. I want to say he's in third grade and I have been tutoring him because um, this, his dad knew that I homeschooled my boys for part of their school because I homeschooled my older son through middle school and my younger son for seventh grade on and so I've been working with this little boy on and off. I worked on him the end of with uh, with him. I mean, the end of last year, and then I've worked with him this year. And I knew that things were off because I would go over there to tutor, and no one would be there, and no one would answer the door. And the one time I stood there because I was like, "All the cars are here. I know somebody's here." I knocked long enough that the little boy came and answered the door. And when he let me in, and we sat at the kitchen table and worked on his work, his parents were both in their bedroom I never heard his dad at all and I, I just there's some substance stuff going on in that house that is just sad for a little boy I'll tell you and and the little boy um the I'm trying to think how to describe this it's his dad he lives with his dad's wife is not actually his mom they've been together for a couple of years and I think they're married but I believe the little boy's mom is not in his life because of substance abuse. And it's just really sad how much of that has happened in this little guy's life. So it means a lot to me to be support for him and help him and be somebody positive to encourage him. And I really, I think his dad is a great guy who has addiction problems. And that is just heartbreaking. My older son my older son didn't meet his biological father until he was 14 years old because of substance abuse. Uh, so his father decided to start doing drugs. And I said, well, I, that's not going to be in my child's life. And so I did not, he just wasn't in my son's life. So, and it was totally my choice. I have never badmouthed him to my son. My son um, is Facebook friends with him and and I think, you know, my son understands how damaged he is by his addiction. Uh, him and his wife both are in the same boat. And it's really sad to see, I have to say. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just kind of sad today. And I feel I thought like, well, do I want to podcast when I'm sad? And I was like, it's pretty silly to be like, hey, I'm only going to podcast when I'm happy and chipper. Because that's not real, right? I won't come on here and whine ad nauseum, of course, but the fact of the matter is real life happens and real life involves things that are really challenging. And I thought that it was bad enough when I was thinking about this little boy, when his dad called me yesterday and I was like, I really want to keep tutoring your son and you don't have to pay me anything until you're back to work. And then you won't owe me. We'll just start. Then you can start paying me again because I just want him to get the support. And then today we find this out about my granddaughter's sister. And I just am like, geez, really? Like these poor kids starting life with challenges like that. You know, I don't know. Anyway. All right. I think that's enough whining from me. <laughs> 
I, I miss you guys. I've been listening to, podca- to podcasts when I can. I haven't been alone in the car very much. And when I have been alone in the car, I've been on the phone a fair bit trying to handle things. Um, just like little, you know, everyday life things. We are making progress on our house, though. They're coming out tomorrow morning to do the survey for the spot where we're hoping to put the house. And so that's very exciting. Uh, we signed a paper today for them to get the payoff for our uh, existing mortgage and get that handled. So I, you know, that is so exciting. When they called me today, I was just like, oh my gosh. I, I don't know what it's going to take for my brain to go, okay, this is real. This is going to happen. Maybe it's when the mortgage switches. To be brutally honest, it might not be until they hand me the keys to the house and I can walk in it and go like, oh, look, everything works. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe it'll be when they bring the first piece of the house on our property. I just, I don't know. But I have to say, I'm really excited. I cannot believe, I, I guess up until here lately, I have been like, I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm not getting my hopes up. And I think I can finally get my hopes up. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope I'm not saying that prematurely, but I don't think I am, which is just super exciting. So, so there's that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, we have not decided exactly where we're going to put the house yet, but we know generally. And the guy came out to figure out where the new drain field and the new well could go because we're getting a new drain field and well, because the ones on our property are both at least 40 years old and I think the well is older than that and I just thought you know we need to get all of that new now so that we're not buying a house and we you know we didn't buy more house and then not have the money to do the drain field or the well and when we decided to put the house further back on the property at that point we had to do the well and the drain field anyway but really we had been thinking that we were going to do that anyways just because you know we're 50 years old now and I don't want to be in 10 years trying to figure out how we're going to pay for a new well or a new drain field so I don't know it seemed like the responsible thing to do we'll see how that plays out in the end but I have high hopes um I hope that you guys are doing well we are almost to the end of Arneson month I really have enjoyed those episodes I'm so happy that Ray Otis from Plundergrounds suggested doing Arneson month because it has made people talk about gaming and, and gaming styles and things that I just never have thought about. So that's been really interesting. I have absolutely got to get caught up on my podcast. I feel so bad when I get behind because it's almost like I'm hanging out with a group of friends when I'm listening to the podcasts and then I go a few days and it's like I'm cut off from my friends. I know that probably sounds very dramatic and I don't mean to be, but but it really is like that, I have to say. So, ooh, exciting news. Here's some exciting news. Jeff called me today and told me that his uh, a coworker of his got tickets to the Fan Mountain Observatory. So let me explain that to you. So uh, the university one of um in the town where we work they own this facility called fan mountain observatory and there's these two great big telescopes up there and they normally have um 
sound what do they call it radiography or something they they have things attached to them people aren't looking through them but twice a year in October and April they take those off they take all the machinery off and they let people go up there and you can look through the um, telescope we have done this once before and it is just awe-inspiring I can't I have such wonderful memories of the time that we went the greatest thing is that you can go up in one of the telescope towers and there's a walkway all around the edge of it that's up above the tree line and the night we went was so clear and beautiful and I feel like I could cry right now just thinking about what the sky looked like it was just amazing so I am so 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 excited it's tomorrow night and I think my friend who's an author and her husband and son are gonna go as well I don't know if we'll all hang out together while we're there odds are we'll all do our own thing I'm not sure but I'm just really happy that we could share tickets with them the thing is the tickets are free but you have to request them way ahead of time and they always have more people requesting them than they have tickets available and you they don't open up the request for the tickets until like a month before the date so anyway with the between the short window of time when you can request tickets and the fact that there's a limited number of tickets often you'll request tickets and you won't get them so we were really lucky once before and now I just feel so fortunate that we get to go tomorrow I am so crazy excited about that you know how much I love the sky <laughs> so I will likely do a bit of recording tomorrow. I don't know if I'll do it while I'm there. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I might take my little microphone with me because I there is just something about standing up above the tree line and looking into the huge, vast sky. It makes you feel really small and it makes you understand that all human beings are connected everything is connected and we are tiny little specks of dust not the center of the universe like we seem to think we are I love it anyway <laughs> so I will be back I have a couple of call-ins that I'm gonna share I have been when I podcast this irregularly I'm terrible at remembering to post messages so please 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 if you have sent me a message and I didn't post it on my show don't think I didn't listen to it. Don't think I didn't really appreciate it. I just have been really distracted with other things and I'm hoping to get back on the ball here pretty soon. Also, I'll let you know if I get to take the girls to the trucker trunk. All right, give me a heads up and let me know how you celebrate Halloween if you're doing anything exciting this weekend. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hey, Lauren, it's John here from the Red Dice Diaries. Just wanted to say thanks again for the interview at the weekend. Very much enjoyed that, and I hope the rest of your weekend went well. But actually, the, the mainstay of this call isn't to talk about RPGs, shock, horror, I know. It's because I've just been listening to your Grab Bag Friday episode where you mentioned roasting garlic. Now, I roast a lot of garlic. It's one of my favorite things. And I've recently started doing it in the slow cooker. So when I'm like doing stews and whatever, I just put literally like a whole bulb of garlic into the slow cooker. And when it's finished, you can take it out, let it cool. And you literally just squeeze the garlic out of the cloves back into your stew or whatever. Or if you don't want to put it in the stew, it'll just have a very mild garlicky taste from the outside of the bulb. And you can do whatever you want with the actual garlic cloves. So that's something I've been really enjoying. 
give it a try. You might find you like it in your kitchen. Take care. Hey, John, that is a great idea. I wonder if I could put my Instant Pot on saute mode? I don't know. Now you got me thinking about garlic. It's that time of year, too. It hit 35 degrees this morning when I woke up. That's how cold it was. And I went, okay, it is definite soup weather. So I need to be thinking about what I'm going to make over the weekend in my Instant Pot. Anyway, thanks for the idea. Have a good one.